0: Are you doing the thing? Yeah, I think it is. Okay, it's doing the thing. Are we doing the thing? We're doing the thing! We're doing the thing? <laughs> Hello there. Roger, roger! We're doomed.
1: <laughs> what have we done? This is madness. i got a bad feeling about this. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Um, guys, I'm a part I had to work with corporate America today. I worked for the man. She put on big girl clothes. Your girls and big girl clothes. I even took the subway home at rush hour, 5 30, which wasn't bad at all because it's a Friday. So like everyone clearly yeah. either wasn't in the office or went home early. Um, but I know. I now I'm one of them. I know what it feels like. I was like, I want a beer in my
0: face. You wanted, you wanted to go to happy hour.
1: I wanted to go to happy <laughs> hour. I want to. do. Hi, guys. Welcome back to our Star Wars podcast. I'm Maggie, who never does this part of the show. We are so and you're... good at this. I'm Cassie. <laughs> We're so good at this, guys. It's... Amazing. Welcome back. We're both having great days. Cassie looks adorable
0: and super corporate and awesome. I put on pants today. So, like, so both of, of us are
1: killing it. I, I brushed my hair today. Where did your earrings go?
0: I don't know. I was wearing you earrings. You were
1: trying on another pair. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guys, I wish you could have seen that Maggie just got this like really quizzical look on her face. And she's grabbing her ears. And I knew I... because she usually wears the Star Wars earrings. And I was like, "Wait, where are your earrings? That's what I should do. The ones you gave me, the gold ones. Oh, yeah. They look really nice. And I they're feel really like I gave you know,
0: Cassie for Christmas. I got her the um, Rebel Alliance symbol gold earrings.
1: They're so pretty. And they're adorable. And I'm going to wear them in the office until someone tells me I can't. And right now I'm going to go put find my. Stormtrooper
0: earrings? Do it. I know it's
1: going to bother you. It's going to drive me insane. I can't not. That's hilarious. I just look over and you're grabbing your earrings. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, well, I'm what? so used to wearing earrings. I know. I wear earrings all the time. <laughs> I'm used to seeing them. I'm either used to seeing Boba Fett or Stormtrooper or Sand People or Sand People. Jawas
0: or Tauntauns or Battle Droids or Fulcrum Symbol or Hunter. I have too you many know, Star all Wars things. earrings
1: and I regret nothing oh my god I just (laughs) thought of a hot take what okay well I'm gonna wait okay (laughs) like goddamn but the fact that I thought of one can we all be proud yes I am so very proud that Um, might be the earliest I've ever thought of one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's not an accomplishment
1: (laughs) for me it is (laughs) fair fair um today
0: Mm -hmm. we're drinking two different beers Mm. but both of them they have a similar theme yeah they do so Cassie is drinking the Edmonds Oast Brewing um, peanut butter and jelly beer, Yum. which is delicious. And I have the the Westbrook Brewing company, company peanut butter shake IPA. I love that. So she's got a peanut butter and jelly. I've got a peanut butter. We're like, we're doing great today. We're on We're theme. fucking killing it.
1: I love it. I legit might make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. <laughs>
0: That's I kind of want one now. <laughs> that's my normal breakfast is that I breakfast? wake Oh, no. Every like morning, because I am a incredibly boring person when it comes to food, I just have an English muffin with peanut butter. Oh. Because that early in the morning, I cannot be bothered to do anything else. I feel that. And that is just enough. It will get me to lunch. It's perfect. That's all I ever want.
1: I feel that. I have to have some sort of eggs. For breakfast. Mm. I love. I yeah. love 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 eggs. I my love eggs,
0: eggs but I, I don't like making <clears throat> eggs, so I don't.
1: <laughs> so I don't. So
0: I don't. I
1: I started see. cooking a lot more in this past year when I had nothing else to do at home. Yeah.
0: So fair. Fair. I've gotten a little fair.
1: bit better at it. <laughs> but it's okay.
0: Oh my god. Um, Star Wars Visions came out. For those of you who haven't checked it out, Cassie. Um which I'm not it's, going to. <laughs> though you did say you would watch one episode. Because Excuse they, me? When
1: did I say this? You said this. Oh,
0: okay. You Okay. Cassie and I hung out um, two nights ago. And I told her, because I hadn't finished watching Visions yet, but I mm-hmm. told her that there is an episode where there is a essentially a pop punk band mm. in Star Wars, and that Visions episodes were roughly about 15 minutes long.
1: Oh, I thought it was just a scene. But that makes sense. But you did agree to watch that one. It's I did 15 agree minutes. To
0: watch that. I think you can survive 15 minutes of an animation. That's fair. Yeah. I think you'll survive that. Also, that same night, I think this is very important that you all know I got Cassie to watch a scary movie.
1: She did. She got me finally to watch Cabin in the Woods, I which have... is Joss Whedon. And yes, I love his previous work. Yeah.
0: And it, it's very, I mean, super conflicted about loving Joss Whedon's work because I do love Joss Whedon's work, but Joss Whedon is super problematic.
1: Oh, I never said I loved him as a oh, know no. His work, his, his work
0: <laughs> is very, very clever. Oh, yeah. And I think Cabin in the Woods personally is one of my favorite Joss Whedon things. And He's I
1: really
0: I know how you feel about scary horror movies. And I think because Cabin in the Woods plays with all these really well-known tropes, like mm-hmm. that's why I was like, this is the movie. This is the scary movie for you.
1: Yeah, but you also know I'm a Buffy fan. Yeah. And I really read, like, a Buffy episode. It did. It
0: did. And uh, I'm really proud of you for getting through that movie because I it, had a pillow in front of my face. I mean, because first off, like, I know how you are with mm-hmm. scary movies. I know how much you don't like them, but I thought the concept was, like, something that you could so get behind— And the fact that, like, the biggest compliment for, like, picking that movie of you saying, I feel like this would be better if I watched it again. Yeah. That was the biggest compliment for me is that you were like, I'd be okay to watch this again.
1: Also, I did give you
0: heads up on. You did. On a lot of the the jump Jump, jump scares. I I felt really bad that I forgot a lot of the jump scares because it's been about two years since I've seen that movie. That's okay.
1: I feel like it's also like, as with every horror movie, you can tell with the music. You know you when the, m- you know you know it's it's when it's
0: coming. And what I do really love about horror movies, and it's the same thing, the same way I feel about like stuff like tattoos or getting a shot. If you haven't gotten your vaccine, go get it. Um, but the same idea of, of how I feel about those things is that I play them up so much in my mind before they happen that I freak myself out. And then when it happens, I'm like, That wasn't that bad. Yeah. And that's how I feel about horror movies is that I'm always going to think they're going to be so much worse than they ever are. And like really the last horror movie that really truly got me was it. And I think it's just because it had the it part one of the remake had one of the most effective jump scares I've seen in years. And it like, that was one where I audibly was like, Yelped because it caught me so off guard. They didn't give you really even a music cue for it. It just happened. I'm like, that was fucking scary.
1: Yeah. But
0: other than that, I think horror movies are just like action movies with a little heightened suspense most of the time. A
1: little? Oh my gosh. Um Okay, you also, and I have
0: different definitions right? of horror.
1: <laughs> also, Maggie knows this about me. I don't know if we've ever talked about on the show or not, but no, I am not a horror movie fan. Around this time of year is when I will yeah. watch more things, but I will re watch the scream movies every year because to me it's That's why I thought everyone you, could you hand- grew up with. That's why I thought you could handle Cabin in the Woods is
0: because you you always talk about how much you love it. How much you love Scream and Scream. Does a lot of those horror movie tropes and as like. And it kind of makes, sense. The,
1: especially the sequel with Jamie Kennedy, it yeah. makes fun of itself. That's yeah. the only point. point. Absolutely. The like,
0: there were things that, it, like, the first half of the movie you kept saying, it's like, oh, I hope this would happen. And I was like, all I wanted to do was tell you that, yeah. like, oh, this is
1: going to happen. Like, just, just wait. Yeah. Just wait. Um, but, <laughs> but I'm very also, proud of you. Thank you. And you also know that, like, the jump scares I'm not a fan of because I consider Jurassic Park a scary movie. I, okay. That fucking kitchen scene. That kitchen I scene still
0: scares me. consider Jurassic Park, and this seems blasphemous to say on a Star Wars podcast that we created where the two of us love Star Wars way too much, I consider Jurassic Park my favorite movie of all time.
1: I know you do. It is my absolute favorite. love dinosaurs. Favorite. I love
0: dinosaurs. I have a dinosaur tattooed on my ribcage. She does. Um, I love them. I love Jurassic Park. I cry every time I watch Jurassic Park. It is a movie that will always make me cry. And it is that moment. They come over the hill. Oh. They see the dinosaurs for the first time. Laura Dern grabs Sam Neill's head, turns his head, and the music swells. And their reaction... To those dinosaurs is so perfect and honest and beautiful, and pairing that with the music, it makes me cry. And I am not a crier when it comes to movies.
1: I could see that. I you also you
0: know this of me like I am not a crier in movies.
1: The only thing that that movie that I like about that movie is that the only thing. Yeah, uh, is that uh, I swoon over Jeff Goldblum
0: ever since. Okay, I was going to say, if you don't add Jeff Goldblum in that fucking sentence, you know I will I slap him. you and tell you to get out. Yeah, like, this I is the him. end of our show. I love
1: him <laughs> so much. So, that man I love. But yeah, yeah, so this is the time of year that I'll, like, watch more stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Cabin in the Woods. I've been is good. pushing
0: for Cabin in the Woods for a long time because there's also
1: like a legitimate like story, and I think a it's a really interesting
0: it. and different take on on the horror movie genre as a whole. And there's yeah. a lot of humor in it, and we do know how how problematic Joss Whedon is, and there are problematic moments in that movie, as there are with yeah. every other thing that he has done. But it is still a wonderful concept. Yeah. So He's I will well I will support the people who worked on that. For by sure. watching that movie that does not mean i support the director or mm-hmm. writer cuz i'm i think joss whedon also wrote that but like i mean i'm just going to throw that out there for all y'all yeah um
1: i also like i um my favorite part about that movie was of course, I relate to the stoner character. <laughs> and when he's the only one, even though he's high as a kite, he's the only sane one. He's mm-hmm. like, I beg of you That do he not figures out Latin. the movie. <laughs> he does. He figures out the movie. He's like, I dare you to t- go back up the stairs. Yeah. I was like, this guy gets me. Yeah. I would be hip. In this scene, in this scenario, I would be yeah. stoner dude. Yeah.
0: 100%. I mean, seriously, if you guys haven't watched Cabin in the Woods, Highly recommend. I think it's a great horror movie. I think it's a great introductory horror movie for people. It was people. streaming, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on uh, Peacock. Um, That's right. I think it's a great introductory horror movie for people who aren't super into horror movies but know all the tropes of a horror yeah. movie because you can kind of tell what's going to happen, but then it's going to take everything that happens and, turns it, and turn it on its head. 100%. And I think it's super fun.
1: Plus, you get to look at Jesse Williams' beautiful face.
0: Yes. And that man Thor's is, in it. Like, that man is gorgeous. <laughs> Chris Helmsworth is in there doing an American accent. Wonderful. Like, him. love it. So many different wonderful things in that movie. Just ignore the director.
1: Oh, he didn't direct it. I actually oh, he didn't I thought he Josh, directed we it. Didn't wrote it. He oh, he wrote it. Okay, ignore
0: the writer. Right. Because <laughs> he's problematic as fuck. But support the people who worked on it. Exactly. Okay. Hot takes. Hot take. You go first. Okay. So that same night. I'm very excited about this. Um your brother had a friend come over mm-hmm. and we were talking about Star Wars and he was he was talking about how he's had a really hard time getting into the Clone Wars because and I totally get this. I had the same exact problem with the Clone Wars series is that the first few se- like the first like two seasons and change are told like in an anthology almost style, it's just little snippets into these the world. It's told out of chronological order. It's hard to care about the characters. It really is. Yeah, it is really fucking hard to care about them. And and it sounds like you need to like push through. And he and he was like, but there definitely are skippable episodes in the Clone Wars. Like very skippable ones that I have only watched like once.
1: Well, didn't yes. you guys say it's one of those shows that almost if you start a season or two in and then once yeah. you're hooked, go back and watch season? And so he was asking season?
0: he was asking me where I would start because yeah. because he already knows these characters because they're characters that are introduced in the Clone Wars. Like I wouldn't recommend this to a person who would um who was just jumping into the Clone Wars for the first time. I would never recommend this. But if you're familiar with Clone Wars characters, and not just like Anakin Padme, like characters we meet in the movies, but new characters like the clones, especially. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I told him that he needed to jump into like the best place for him to start would be season four, episode seven, the Umbara arc, which is like I think it's like a three or four episode story arc in the Clone Wars I'm not going to do any spoilers for it here because I do want to do a full episode on this because I think it is wonderful and amazing and and like epic. But I, I did warn him I'm like, hey, this is going to be a trauma arc.
1: Is it better than the Mortis gods? You know, I'm obsessed with that storyline.
0: <laughs> I mean, I personally prefer this story arc to the Mortis gods because I think it is just it here's here's what it is is there is a lot of trauma that happens in this story arc. It is atrocious what happens in it, mm-hmm. but I think it is told so well. Okay. In that moment, and I warned him. I'm like, you're gonna fucking hate me. Uh, you are not going to like this. But it is the moment in the Clone Wars that I started to care.
1: That makes
0: sense. And I I didn't care prior to this. And that's why I will always tell people that if they're familiar with the characters in the Clone Wars, like especially the characters introduced, and they can't get into it because those first few seasons are meh, jump to that moment, watch that story arc, watch on for a little while longer. Go back to the earlier episodes.
1: Yeah. You will
0: care so much more after you see what happens in this moment. In the Clone Wars. And um, so, uh, Barrett, I am so sorry uh, (laughs) that I did that to you. I'm so sorry. Because he did text me, like, a picture that he was watching it. And I was like, Uh, "Mm, get ready for some trauma. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're going to hate me. But when it comes down towards, like, later on in the fifth and sixth season and, like, the finale and everything, I cared so much more. Because of what happened in that story arc, and I was able to go back to the earlier episodes, and I cared, and it like that's what made me like a huge like I love the clones now. Yeah, is
1: that story arc? There are a couple so, of shows that are like that though. We were yeah. talking about The Office and Frasier, two mm. examples off the top of my head. That I feel like if you start watching for The Office, if you start watching in season two, and for yeah. Frasier, if you maybe start watching in season three, yeah, and then go back and watch the first seasons because you as, already care about the characters, so yeah,
0: as you care about like it and like it. It's so hard with that anthology style that they tried to do, out of chronological order, just doing snapshots within to the Clone Wars. It's hard to care about anyone, yeah, in that. But then if you if you jump to, I I will I will. This this is another hill I'm willing to die on. That is a good place to start if you're familiar with the clone characters in the Clone Wars and just couldn't get into it. Interesting. And you will fucking hate me for telling you to start there. But the Umbara arc leads right into the Zygerian arc. And, like, I think they're two fantastic storylines within this show. They're all stuff that we will get into and I will explain later. But... um. I feel like it's not worth spoiling it right now in a okay. hot take.
1: My hot yeah. take is, apparently I woke up and chose violence today. Because you're about to, I'm I'm only oh, saying no. this. Maggie also is going to know I'm only saying this just to piss her off. Oh, no. Um, The only, the only live action Star Wars movie or series I will not watch if they do. I already know. It's going to be that fucking gonk droid. (laughs) That thing you saw. That's not a real thing. That looked very real. That movie poster. I don't know what to believe on the internet. People are really good at Photoshop. Darth Vader himself tweeted it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to pull up the actual image and read to you guys the
1: tagline. She is so excited about this. And I, I was like, I swear to God, if they if this obsessed. is what they decide to do in live action, i am okay, so mad. Okay, so
0: we will post this to our Instagram. Because first off, whoever created this, well done. I am so fucking Maggie's proud your of you biggest guys. Fans. <laughs> and it is called Gonk Droid, a Gonk Story. <laughs> God, I hate it. <laughs> you it's so get cute. That? Okay. It's a walking battery that repeatedly says gonk. But we made a movie out of it, and you will pay to see it because it's Star Wars. Is that what it? I don't even think I read it. That's that's what it says. says. It's a fucking joke.
1: It's a joke, Cassie. Is it? But it looks so well done that, like, out of the fandom to not push this forward. Do it. I don't (laughs) trust Dave Filoni to not be like this is hilarious and a great idea.
0: Ah, Dave, Dave, my bestie, do it, do it now. Dave, you do not have to listen to Maggie. (laughs) Well, I will play the titular role of the gonk droid because I feel like I would be the perfect casting for this because I am slightly taller than a gonk droid and therefore main character material when it comes to gonk droids. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) You want this to be a thing so bad. I I love them so much. I know you do. It's a... That is another hill I'm willing to die on. I have I a lot it. of hills I'm willing you to die have on. A
0: lot. <laughs> but they're oddly they're all oddly specific. They are oddly specific. <laughs> you know this about me. Right? All of my hills are very specific.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so that's my hot take of the day. Um, I okay, I understand. I'm, not, it, it, I'm, I'm watching it.
0: <laughs> so I actually was wrong when I said I knew what you were going to say.
1: Oh, what'd you think I was gonna say?
0: A Star Wars horror movie hell no why would they do that because that would be
1: epic why because no. there's so much
0: scary shit in space
1: yeah i think it's the
0: perfect place don't like, I mean, ruin this there...
1: for me do not ruin this okay 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 okay, okay 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 oh my god but and like i also will not watch up i feel like they had their chance with the vader series
0: vader series
1: or vader saga oh the...
0: Oh, no, I think, day. oh, no. There's, That's when they would have done it. Oh, no, there's way scarier shit. We haven't even touched on half of it.
1: Hard pass. So, what are we talking about today? Oh, wait, let's pause for a commercial. <laughs> My bad. Oh, nailing it with the awkward segue. Bam. Bam. We're professionals, okay, <laughs> clearly. We haven't just been doing this for, you know, we've been doing this for almost a year. I know, it's crazy. That's, I still feel like we have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> You're so good at this. I'm so proud of you. You are really good at this. I just show up. Remember? That's my job. I, I just know, show up.
0: But it doesn't work if you don't show up.
1: <laughs> that's true. It and only works when to, you show up. And I'm also supposed to show up with a hot take, which I do not do half the time. Damn, I, I
0: literally have to sit and think about all this shit. And I barely make things cohesive. And you show up and just make it happen. And I'm so fucking jealous. Like, like, I'm legitimately jealous of the fact that you can just show up blind to these things and, like, can, like,
1: what? Oh, girl. Rude. I (laughs) I still have not finished the Leia book, by the way. for fuck's sake. (laughs) So, no, I'm not as weird as you think. (laughs) And we're going to co-host the, um... We're gonna co-host the Vader episode. The question of him if he knew oh, yeah. his kids.
0: I still have to read those comics. But um, my
1: research on that is just gonna be rewatching. Yeah, your the your research
0: is rewatching a movie. My research is going through comics that I know that I need to read, and like it just takes me forever to read a comic. That's fair. I it takes me so long to read, read comics. comics. I I really like comics, and I love that visual, that visual medium. But it it just takes me forever to read them. I could see that. And. <laughs> So, like, I've been putting it off. Also, I still need to finish the fucking Phasma book. (laughs) We're doing
1: fantastic, guys. Yeah, so we're killing it. So Um, we're clearly killing
0: it. So, this week... Yes. We are wrapping up our Stormtrooper series. (gasps) Wrapping up the series, guys. With... We are talking about the First Order Troopers. Or, as I now that I have researched them more thoroughly, I am now referring to them as Trauma Troopers. Because oh, okay. goddamn,
1: <laughs> drama troopers! Like, do they need to be in therapy?
0: Pretty much, yeah. Therapy. Like, stormtroopers prior to this needed to be in therapy. Yeah. First order troopers need like extensive therapy. Oh no! So, let's get into it. Okay. Oh, so. Obviously, they're very similar to the Empire Stormtroopers in a lot of ways. Visually, they are like they, you know, we've changed some things about just the aesthetics of the look, but it's still, you look at them, you know, it's a Stormtrooper.
1: Yeah, right now, off the top of my head, trying to picture a First Order Stormtrooper, I'm like, oh, gee, Stormtrooper? Uh, Really
0: similar, but instead, you'll see like the lines. This is, I'm, I'm showing Cassie one of my action figures right now. Is
1: he a First Order? No, he's
0: actually a Sith Trooper. Um, but they have the very similar where that line connects down and comes back up and around, uh, um, whereas there's a break in the in the Empire Stormtroopers.
1: Are they um, are they the ones that are usually pretty like clean and pristine? Yes. OK. Yeah. I know who you're talking. Yeah. About. Um, like mm-hmm. what I
0: what I do love about Storm or about Star Wars just in general is that the bad guys in Star Wars just love to recycle. This is they have one idea that's,
1: like, a good idea and, like, hey, let's just run with it again, but, like, tweak one different little thing about it. Also, the bad Guys in Star Wars are into drama queens. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I read an article <clears throat> that said that um, Sam Witmer, who, Sam Witmer voiced um, Darth Maul in The Clone Wars and the and Rebels... And in the solo movie, he was he's not the physical Darth Maul, but he is the voice of Darth Maul.
1: I think he's the one that I was like, wait, I know him. Oh, oh yeah. Us. You knew him for something. He was that person.
0: Yeah. You, okay, I don't so remember he... what you knew him from, but you knew him.
1: <laughs> you want to know how I know him? He's in a Canadian vampire series. That is how I know him. You're yeah. welcome for that. <laughs> if it's the same actor I'm thinking of, he's in a Canadian vampire series. Get out of my house. <laughs> um if it, Does it make you feel better that it's vampires and ghosts?
0: <laughs> no. Why would that make me feel better?
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So, but he pointed out in this article, and this article came out before we knew a lot, a, 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 really a whole lot about these First Order troopers, but he said that they, that they are much more excitable than our original trilogy troopers, and they are. Is that in what way? In is that the 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 first order troopers where they ha, are are way more animated in how they react to things than okay. how the original trilogy troopers do. The original trilogies are just like, it's them, blast them, like that's it. Yeah, you get a lot more of a reaction out of a first order trooper. To, okay, and why is that? So let's dive into that. Okay. So basically, when the empire was defeated, there wasn't just instant peace because that's not how things fucking work. Like, I don't know why people think when a war ends that like, it's like, oh, now we're in peace times. I'm like, no, no there are peace not times we have to pick up. Absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. So, so after the Battle of Endor, it wasn't just like every everything was like hunky dory and all of a sudden the New Republic just existed. No, right. you have to build that. Yeah. So about a year after the Battle of Endor, the Galactic Concordance was signed by Chancellor Mon Mothma and Grand and the former Grand Vizier Massimida. And Masamida is the blue guy with the horns, who's always by Palpatine in the Senate in the prequels. Ah, uh, got it. Yeah, and this happens right after the Battle of, Jak- of uh, Jakku. That's why there's so many like like the down starships on Jakku when like the ones that Ray sure uh, Jakku is where Ray is from. Ah, that's why that's why there's so much shit for her to scavenge. Is the Battle of Jakku. Battle sense. of Jakku comes from video games. I, I was
1: about to say, we didn't really get that no, in. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know the full context of that because I have not played that game because I don't have the console to play that game. That's right. Um, I read about the whys behind it, and I yeah. honestly, in this mo- moment in time, don't remember.
1: Uh, a... <laughs> okay, cool. So so this
0: this treaty essentially just ends the hostilities between the New Republic and the Empire Uh, And as part of the surrender, the Stormtrooper Corps is disbanded. So there is no more training of Stormtroopers, no more deployment of Stormtroopers, and most importantly, no more recruitment of Stormtroopers. So. Okay. That is is a stipulation of this treaty. Stormtroopers are donezo. Okay. Okay, so basically after this treaty... Is signed and all these there's all these stipulations in the treaties of the stuff that like the empire can't do because the empire is kind of like they lost. I mean, yeah. they like they, they lost hardcore. Yeah. Um. Not everyone agrees with these terms in the treaty, so they kind of skedaddle out to the unknown regions.
1: Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no I'm getting a super duper quick pause. Refresh my memory. Cause we thought Palpatine was dead, right? Yeah, and so Palpatine we thought he was dead. So we, so Palpatine did die. So then, who's pulling the strings between Palpatine? That and, and the new saga. Palpatine had a contingency plan, and so we're going to get
0: into the, his contingency plan of if he does die. The the big thing that he lures Anakin with is that what if I told you that you could cheat death, that essentially you could save someone from dying? The same kind of idea of what um, Qui-Gon has done, but on the Sith version, in a sense. Okay, Is that Palpatine, yes, in that moment in Return of the Jedi, his physical body has died, but through the Force, he's still alive, and that consciousness can be transferred to a clone body. And that's what we're getting in the sequel trilogy. So, and that's what a lot of stuff in The Mandalorian is leading up to for us and, and telling okay. us about is how Palpatine is still alive, even though he did die.
1: Okay. Well, the whole reason I even brought yeah. it up just now is because um, what you're talking about mm-hmm. with this treaty, when you said that they there were some things they didn't agree to, who's they? Who's pulling the strings now? So, so basically, the ones
0: that um, Masamita has signed this treaty with the new republic hostilities have ceased but you have imperial officers and stormtroopers and stuff like that people within the empire who have enough of like they are like the really fanatical set of the tarkin empire still alive tarkin tarkin no tarkin tarkin died in a new hope that's awesome um, so you have this really really fanatical set that are like no i don't accept this i'm gonna do an audit on arizona Is what they're doing, essentially. So they go out to the unknown region. They go out to the unknown regions to kind of, like, rebrand themselves. And, like, no, we're going to take this whole thing and move
1: on from there.
0: Okay. And that's kind of how the First Order starts, is that they don't accept this treaty. And And Redhead
1: comes out of nowhere and basically rises to power. Yes. You know who I'm talking about. We'll get to him. Okay. Um that's what I was just trying to rack my brain what you just said where they were where you were like there are some things they didn't agree to in the treaty. I was like who? Who didn't agree to? Him? Yeah.
0: <laughs> some member some members of the of the empire are okay. like they don't accept this. They don't accept they will not accept this defeat even though it's pretty like concrete in that moment. Um they're like no, we're going to bounce. You're
1: so right, though. All of us, especially as kids watching Return, yeah, we're like everyone's partying. Endor is yeah, a massive at, rave right now. Yeah, we're everyone's having a great time. We're having a
0: dance party. We're playing the drums so on the heads they of our they all enemies. Went away. Yeah. It doesn't. That's not how it works. Yeah. It's it's hard to restart something like this. I mean, we're we're, li- we're literally seeing this shit kind of happen right now in Afghanistan.
1: Yeah, you're right. No, you're right.
0: You don't just win a like you don't just win a war. Shit is still happening after a war is technically won. There's shit still going down and people aren't going to agree with the treaties that are signed after yeah. these wars. So, in the unknown regions, there're Basically, what these former Imperials are doing, they're doing all of the things the treaty said that they couldn't do. Okay. So, the New Republic is aware that the First Order is a thing now, and that they exist kind of out in the unknown regions. They, they know that they're there.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but basically, the First Order kind of convinces them that these new stormtroopers that they have, because we're really just going to look at it from the stormtrooper aspect um that these new stormtroopers that they're training and everything they're like oh no don't worry they're only for defense it's not an army it's fine they're just here to protect us which is obviously a
1: lie obviously but yeah. it was also hard for them to be tuned into that because lucas single handedly trying to bring yeah. back the jedi Also, they were also pretty much extinct. Also, a lot of things that really went on in that original trilogy with, with
0: Palpatine and everything. How many people are truly privy to that information? Not many. You're right. Is that, yes, they've defeated the Empire, but how many people truly know what Palpatine was trying to do and what was really going on? Other than, like, they have a big space station that can blow up planets. Yeah. And we need to stop that they don't really necessarily know
1: about all this Sith
0: stuff going on in the background. No. And so, I mean, there is the resistance is still a thing at this time. And the resistance kind of calls bullshit on the first order stuff. And they're right. They're, they're the, they're the ones that are like, ah, uh, no, I don't think those are just like bodyguards. That looks like an army. And it looks like the same thing we just yeah. fucking dealt with. You're like, <laughs> mm, that looks very familiar. <laughs> yeah. So then um Brendel Hux, who he's not only a formal imperial, a former imperial commandant, but he's also actually a former a former Republic officer and also the father of Armatic's Hux, Hux who he is the redhead you're thinking of. Ah and Bill Weasley. Got yes. Uh, he is Bill Weasley's father. Yep. Um Bill Weasley makes that up. Yeah.
1: So Hux <laughs> thought that
0: the that the original trilogy stormtroopers, the OG stormtroopers are basic bitch
1: stormtroopers, that they were kind of meh. <laughs> and like he thought he could do better. Well, he's at home my beer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's yeah at he beer. Said, oh, hold my beer. I'm gonna make this better <laughs> yeah. by adding some trauma. <laughs> I got this. Oh god. That's pretty oh, much no. how he solved oh, this problem oh, oh, oh. was by adding trauma. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. So Thus begins Project Resurrection. That's and what they called it. Yeah, Project Resurrection is essentially the new Stormtrooper
1: project. And it is basically And they didn't think this was something to worry about. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Doing great, guys. <laughs> I worry about the council of people in Star Wars. You guys are dumb. This is why
0: governments of this side, like why they're i I'd like why I personally think that. Like, a worldwide government could not work at, on our planet, let alone if you were to do a galaxy-wide government. It's too Too big. many things
1: slip through the cracks. You, yeah, it's too, Way it's, too many. it's, it's
0: far, far, far too big what you need, like, you just need to have good treaties in place with your neighbors and be friends with your neighbors. Yeah. But nobody yeah. listens to May. <laughs> you can't just have, like, I'm going to rule everyone. That's not going to work. There's too many things. If on one planet, if on our planet, a real planet of Earth, if one person couldn't rule over everything. How dare how you? How the fuck would it work in a fucking goddamn galaxy of, a, like, far, far away that has a lot of planets?
1: Alderaan was Very real. How dare you? <laughs> but also, okay. I see what you did there. Yeah, but, but you see what I mean? <laughs> yes. I, I just, I, I don't think that this...
0: Form of government, republic, empire, new republic. None of it fucking works. How do you think
1: we keep getting these sagas? It's because they don't learn their
0: lesson. Yes. So please <laughs> never learn your lesson. I love these. I um. love these stories, guys. So mm-hmm. basically, okay, Project Resurrection okay. is essentially the conscription and training of human children. And, like, cons- conscription is essentially draft, but, like, they they, they aren't volunteering.
1: Yes, because we learned from the Jedi Council that stealing children is a great thing. What, what is, is wrong with these things? adults? Here's the thing. Because Brendel Hux
0: was a former Republic officer and an Imperial commandant, he has basically taken the like taken all the good things he's learned from all these things. So he looked at it like, oh, I saw how the Jedi did it. The good things he's learned. But of of why these things worked. I saw how the Jedi did it. Oh, that's a good idea. I saw how the clones worked. Hmm, that's a good idea. That worked because the clones are superior to the original trilogy stormtroopers. And his way of like, hmm, I can make this better. Let's make this so much more traumatic for everyone involved. So the First Order troopers are essentially, they are completely indoctrinated because from birth... They are being fed this narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the sole purpose that they are being told that their sole purpose in life is to serve the first order. Yeah, that sounds about don't worry, it gets like worse. Like Nazi Germany. Yeah, it gets worse. Um God, so they're worry. they're training first order stormtroopers <clears throat> as children. They are trained in hand-to-hand combat, melee combat, marksmanship, and battle simulations, but they also go through behavioral and psychological conditioning and this includes stuff like subliminal sleep messages.
1: How so, are they getting away with this if the treaty specifically says you're not allowed to recruit stormtroopers? They're doing
0: it in the unknown regions. Yeah. Where like they're 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 being sneaky basically. That's nuts. Um they also have nightly morale sessions. And so, like, I'm still not finished with the Phasma book, but I'm, like, getting super into it, and we're going to talk about it next week So I'll be done with it by then, and highly recommend go read that book. Mm-hmm. Um, so the morale sessions, the way they're described by Captain Cardinal, and Captain Cardinal is a higher-up stormtrooper who basically trains baby stormtroopers. He trains the children version of him. His description of this makes it sound a lot like they're basically just... So- forced to watch almost what seems like to me the way I pictured it is as one of those old like um, newsreel propaganda type things but where they're only showing you the side that they want you to see of course because that's how it works
1: and absolutely
0: I didn't bother to write down this quote I just have the book next to me (laughs) oh
1: okay so he says
0: in the book where he The book says, when he was young, he found it terrifying, watching all the horrible things that happened in the galaxy under New Republic rule, the chaos and tragedy caused by terrorists and rebels. But now it's relaxing because he knows that the First Order will rise above to conquer all that oppose it. So he's basically being fed propaganda and every night he has to sit and have these like like like.
1: He's just being fed a very specific point of view,
0: very much so and that is something he's forced to see every That's single terrible. day of his life That's how they become so fanatical
1: so pretty much the first order trauma troopers mm-hmm. are all from the same place because they're all from this one place that they're getting away with recruiting stormtroopers
0: well they're they're being they're being picked up and there are some things where um I think some of the comics dive a little bit deeper into this, that a lot of times when they would kidnap these children, they were targeting children of members of the Rebellion, uh, the original Rebellion, like of of Rebellion heroes, that that's what happened to Lando's Child.
1: What the hell?
0: Is that Lando's Child most likely ended up a First Order trooper. Yeah, yeah,
1: that makes sense with his comment he makes to the girl. Yeah, the and
0: it's like it's been confirmed that she is not his daughter, but he yeah, no, I didn't
1: think so. He
0: views her as someone as
1: this a is representation what, of his as, it's, it's
0: very much a representation of his daughter. I've, I want to help this person. Basically, with with the first order trooper, their idea like the ideas that are forced on them of uniformity and conformity are just. All over their training, which I think is just like really kind of ironic considering the First Order Troopers of between like First Order and Original Trilogy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They seem to be the more, even though, like they almost seem if you compare them side by side, First Order and Original Trilogy, First Order Troopers have a lot more individuality. They have they seem to have different personalities from each other while still fitting into this mold within the first order?
1: That's probably how they successfully got away with this. Yeah. It's because they're feeding them just enough, yeah, individualism and freedom to make the kids think that what they're doing is definitely okay. Because, yeah, they're they still letting it's, me, I mean, be it's, me. It's,
0: it's it's very much along the it's same lines that. that I mean, but like people aren't born racist. Racism is taught. Absolutely, and that's where where stuff like this with the first order is that it's so ingrained in their minds that they can re- retain some individuality within themselves, but still fall completely victim to this horrible ideology that they're being exposed to because 100%. they don't know anything else. So, I, I it's. Fascinating to me that I feel like these troopers have more personality than the original trilogy Stormtroopers, mm-hmm. while still having no individuality at all.
1: Interesting. I see. Um. Mean.
0: So, first order troopers—they're also not allowed to remove their helmets without permission at all. So Finn removing his helmet is a huge fucking. Was deal. Finn a
1: first order trooper? Yeah,
0: Finn's first order. Oh. Yeah. So if you remove your helmet without, um permission you are then subjugated to mandatory psychological um counseling like no exceptions. Well, so damn. yeah and if if stuff like this continues you could also be subjugated to a full mental wipe and reprogramming or a brainscape if you got too out of
1: line like they could completely just wipe away everything about you and reset you you know what the first thing that just came to my mind when you just said that, I'm, mm. I'm wondering how much Carrie Fisher knew about those details. Yeah. Because it sounds like electroshock therapy. hmm That's exactly what that sounds like.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and I'm
1: wondering if it almost, like, drove her as General Leia, if yeah, she I, knew those details, I, to fight against this. I'd See, what,
0: what, what amazes me about the First Troopers, is, or the First mm-hmm. Order Troopers, is that... The more I read about them, the more I very much firmly believe that if Finn had been an Empire trooper like our original trilogy trooper, he never would have defected. Is it like it almost seems to me that same kind of concept of parenting when you when when parents are too strict with their children, mm-hmm. their children will will rebel. Mm-hmm. Is that you're eventually going to have a child that will rebel no matter what and you you put all of these things you you heighten the stakes when things get worse and worse and worse that if you know you do something wrong we're you know fuck it we're just gonna we're gonna reset your brain the stakes are so high for finn that i feel like if you were in the original trilogy the stakes aren't as high for what he's questioning in that moment but the stakes are so high in that moment when he doesn't shoot that he has no other option yeah but to run and that's I, 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 think I think that's, that's where really all, interesting. Of our,
1: all of our other characters from... So all the characters we meet in The Rise of Skywalker yeah. who essentially did the same thing Finn did. They yeah. are escapees and yeah, refugees all of the, all of the all First of the, like, order. I think it's like
0: Company 77 or Company 70 or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if... I think that backs the stakes, up the argument. The I stakes think that's are so, true. so
0: high for them in that moment because basically their quote-unquote parents are so strict that... Like we
1: have to run. Because
0: like... I was not a rebellious teen. Yeah, I had some moments where I rebelled, but my parents were also very, like, they they weren't super strict with me. They trusted me. And because they trusted me, I could come to them and tell them things. And I, I feel like I see this so many times with my friends who their parents were super, super strict. All they did was rebel.
1: I rebelled and as a teen, but I think that's why. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I just knocked over the stormtrooper. Oh, we, we lost the stormtrooper. We trooper, lost sorry, the stormtrooper. Um, I think that's also why I love that you name them the trauma troopers mm-hmm. is because my dad wasn't super strict with us. Yeah, actually, ironically enough, he used to be a chief in the navy. But when I he, so I don't think it's I don't think it's a blanket statement. When he was like, uh, no, what I'm saying is like, yeah. uh, that's why I like that you call them trauma troopers yeah. is because, um. When he was a single parent, he was much less strict. Yeah, ironically enough, I think it's because he didn't know what to do with us. For me, it was because of trauma. That's why yes. I was rebelling, and so I think and said, like, that has a all lot of the to do trauma that they're
0: that they're piling on these guys. I, they just I, I don't I don't think that we would have gotten Finn if the first order hadn't gone so extreme. Yeah. So. Let's see. What else are some of the terrible things they did? Uh, what are some of the other terrible oh, yeah. things they did? yeah. Okay. When they trained them, they trained them with live fire exercises. So when they were Excuse shooting, me? like, their blasters weren't just going to, like, because, like, clones and stormtroopers, when they would do training exercises, it would be like a, like, a numbing blast. And so you could feel it. You could feel where you got hit. But it's not going to hurt you. Okay. No, fucking First Order troopers are getting blasted in training. Oh, this is...
1: Traumatic. Training. I oh mean, they
0: did all have um, basic medical training, which is like, that's that's a nice thing they did for them. Um, <laughs> nice I thought I'd throw in a nice one in there. Oh, oh my also, gosh. apparently, the First Order troopers would slap each other's butts uh, during training
1: for motivation. Oh, so they're a bunch of football players. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. Pretty much. They're all American jocks. Yeah. That's what they are. And First Order
0: troopers know that, like, and the, the, the fact that First Order troopers know this about themselves, I think, is just so horrifying, is that they know that they are completely expendable. Mm-hmm. So basically, they are, they are taught from infancy, basically, that inept troopers were expected to die in battle as their fellow troopers would not save them. Ugh. No one is going to save you if you can't figure it the fuck out, you're dead. So yeah. I mean their armor, obviously, first order armor, very similar to original trilogy. Original tri- trilogy is has is drawn from clone troopers. So like you can see the connection with all of them. Yeah. Uh they're kind of like uh one of the the differentiating things you can see is their rank. It's kind of color-coded with their their pauldrons. If they have a white pauldron on their shoulder, they're a squad leader, a black one, they're a sergeant, red is officers.
1: Well, because Phas- yeah. Phasma was full on chrome. Yeah,
0: we're gonna get into her next week because oh, oh, she's different. Right, that's right. I was, was gonna different. say
1: she was way different. She's
0: different. Cardinals different. We're gonna talk about them next okay. week.
1: Okay.
0: Um, their armor in the first order is actually made of beta plast, which is stronger than and then plastioid. So okay. they have
1: stepped up their game. Well, they have to because they're shooting at each other with live ammunition <laughs> because like they're much more expendable. <laughs> Oh my um, gosh. So Phasma
0: did actually claim, though, that not even a Wookiee could crush First Order armor. But when pressed on this statement, she backed down. She didn't follow through with it. She didn't prove her point.
1: She just said it. So we don't That's really. That's hilarious. I love that. Oh, my gosh. A lot of these. There's so many parallels. Politics too. I know. God, it's like, like she's gonna make that, She's gonna make that statement, and then be just be and like, and then you press them on it, and they're and like, mm, you just have to trust me. Just believe me. <laughs> just uh, believe that there's a chip in your body now because you got the magazine. Right
0: so obviously, because they're stormtroopers, there are specialty stormtroopers within the First Order. Of course, they are. Um, they, they're they're for the most part really fucking similar to just our original trilogy stormtroopers we see a lot of the same snow troopers riot troopers flame troopers like
1: I guess that's why yeah. I never put two and two together that Finn is a first order trooper because I guess I just I categorized him into one of the subjects we talked about last yeah.
0: week because
1: he, he makes that joke or the joke of the thing that we realized is that he was a janitor a janitor Yeah. so
0: well here's the thing the, the, the one specialty trooper from the storm from the uh, first order stormtroopers that really stands out to me is the executioner trooper? Excuse me. Yep. So executioner troopers are randomly selected to carry out capital punishment. Mm. Uh, they they basically would do this for several rotations, or even just for a day. They'd just be picked out randomly from their squad from for a day to be in this position, and it kind of acts almost as a test of loyalty for that particular That's trooper. So fucked up. It is. Fucked up as all hell. This is why they're goddamn trauma troopers. Yo. So when they had the executioner armor on, and the executioner armor has, like, black on the shoulders and a line down the on down the helmet, a black line down the helmet.
1: Have we specifically seen them? We in have them? seen
0: them in The Last Jedi. Okay. We've seen an executioner trooper in The Last Jedi. They're the ones that are coming up to execu- execute Finn and Rose. And Phasma's like, no, blasters are too good for them. It, we have to make it hurt. Okay. Um. Right before the, the ship kind of gets, like, rocked. Yes. So when they had this executioner armor on, their serial number, because First Order troopers do not have names. They only no, have numbers. FM, they've blah, they've blah, blah, blah. never had names. They've only had numbers. Their serial number is hidden. And their voice is disguised with a vocoder in their helmet. And so no one knows who they are, even within their own squad which is like one of the few nice things that First Order did. That makes
1: it slightly better, but still not that much better. It makes it better for the person being executed. Here's the
0: thing that I didn't realize until I looked up the Executioner Troopers. Finn has actually had to perform this role.
1: Really? Finn has
0: had to perform the Executioner Trooper role, and the only thing I really found that it said it, because I didn't look too far into it, um, it said that... Finn would just go about his day when he was selected to do this, hoping that nobody stepped out of line.
1: I have a feeling that's what makes him snap. Yeah. When we get the stormtrooper that has the blood hand across his helmet mm-hmm. and that's when he takes his helmet off. I think it's because it was PTSD for when he was an executioner trooper. Yeah. And he um, had I mean, he he it. He was done. That's. I mean, I feel like that's where we
0: see how far Finn has been pushed. That's what I mean. Is because especially knowing all of this now of of how strict they are with First Order, that Finn taking off his helmet is...
1: A big deal. It is
0: a huge deal. I mean, on screen, he is the first stormtrooper we see remove his helmet. <clears throat>
1: yeah.
0: Is that... That's how good of a person this man is, yeah. and how far he has been pushed within the society, the society that That's he lives in.
1: That's
0: what I mean. Yeah. So, now that we've had our trauma troopers, wasn't that fun? Um, wasn't that <laughs> fun? Yeah. Let's talk about some Sith troopers, because I had a really fucking hard time writing about Sith troopers. These are the red guys, right? These are the red guys. Okay. Yeah. So, the best way I could figure out how to describe what a fucking Sith trooper is compared to a First Order trooper without completely repeating myself over and over and over again because right? it's hard not to... Because at d- the
1: end of the day all Stormtroopers I know. Are Sith it, do you have any
0: idea how hard it has been to write these episodes?
1: Right? I'm like, all Stormtroopers are Sith Troopers. It has been so
0: fucking hard to write this Stormtrooper series because also all well, so fucking
1: similar. I know. It's just the technicality. <laughs> yeah. And I've been looking just for the technicality. Oh no. Okay. So what is... Other okay. than the red armor. Other than the red armor. Sith troopers are
0: basically what would happen if you took A clone trooper's skill, stripped away all of the individuality, and dialed up the First Order fanaticism to like 11, and then wrapped it all in an evil cult bow. Best way I can describe a Sith Trooper. And I'm really proud of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, so Sith Troopers, they are natural born humans. They are not clones. Okay. And they are native for the most part. I think there are some that are taken out of the First Order and kind of like sneakily Tucked away to Exegol, because uh, I I read two different conflicting things, which okay. is really fucking hard with Star Wars. Um, <laughs> and common, but they're all pretty much native to Exegol, which is where we saw that final battle, um, with Palpatine and Ray and all the starships. Oh, and where Rise the of Sith Sk- Finder That's is. Exegol. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. And so these Sith troopers are essentially the children mm. of the Sith Eternal cultists. That makes sense. I'm not gonna dive into. In this episode, because I feel like they need their whole own episode because it's, it's a cult in Star Wars. Sounds I got terrible. I have to talk about it. It's a cult in Star Wars. Of course you do. You're like it's my
1: favorite two things combined:
0: cults and Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> so their training is really, really similar to actually how the clones were trained. Okay. On Camino, and basically what they've done is they've taken all of these different things with these flash memory trainings and stuff like this that they used with the clones on Camino and they've advanced them even further to to basically dial up all this loyalty conditioning. So basically the clones that you get during order 66 that kind of like human droid essentially is what you're getting with a Sith trooper. That's how they've advanced the training to completely strip any humanity from them. Oh. And they are they are fearless. That's yeah, like they're described as almost droid like. Um they're fearlessly aggressive and they are insanely disciplined and each legion of the sith troopers is apparently they're named after ancient sith lords so like the third legion is the revan legion there are others i'm not going to go into them but like revan popped up and i'm like oh star wars fans fucking love revan for some reason
1: I'm trying to think of a comparison and anytime you talk about stripping their individuality and like really breaking, because you're pretty much breaking them down yeah, as a human being. And I know it's not the same because technically it made her more of a rebel. Um, thank God. But it just reminds me of V for Vendetta and mm, what happened with yeah.
0: Of what, the, of what the the in, idea. the intention
1: yes that they were
0: going for with her. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: I'm trying to think of another comparison. Um, I can't think of one. The only
0: comparison I can really think of okay. is with Star Wars when Order 66 is activated. Yeah. And all of the individual individuality There's that these clones have created in themselves is taken away from them. Yeah. They can still function with all their skills. They're still incredibly capable. But the things that made them who they were are kind of taken away from them.
1: That's so um, sad. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh,
0: I'm so sorry. So, slightly less sad. Let's talk about their fucking armor. Because <laughs> I never
1: know how to end an episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the red armor. Yeah, I love
0: their red armor. I think they're super striking. I wish we had gotten more of them in the series. Um, their armor is actually made of gamma plast instead of the plastioid. And... Um, Plastoid is used with the clone troopers armor. A plastioid composite is used with the original trilogy armor. Mm-hmm. And the first order of Stormtroopers actually, their their armor is made of beta plast, which is a little bit better. Uh, I've just written these words down. I don't quite know what they mean. Awesome. Um, You're like, I'm just writing this down. I'm okay. just writing this down because it seems important. But um what I have learned about gamma plast is that it's better than beta plast, but not quite as good as another one. What was it? Delta Plast? I don't know. There was another one that would started with a D that apparently is better. I don't fucking know. No. Science is this... hard. Franchise is so confusing. Um, but basically, Gamma Plast is better than Beta Plast, which is better than Plastioid, <laughs> because there is more mobility in Gamma Plast, and Gamma Plast has a really good impact resistance. So like, oh. like they can stand up to being shot a little bit better than other Stormtroopers. I regret including any of this.
1: Oh my gosh. No, that's just like, okay. It's just weird. Um,
0: it's just, I don't know why I thought I could describe it after looking it up and like spending five minutes looking it up. And I'm like, mm, yes, I understand this now.
1: And I was like, yes, I am
0: now an expert. Let's talk about it. Right over my head. Uh, there, there are specialty Sith troopers that I'm not going to dive into. Because there are really only three that are listed, and one of the three that are listed is the most interesting. And I'm going to save them for the Sith Eternals episode. Oh, okay. But basically, the Sith Troopers are taking all of the quote-unquote best things from, say, the clones, the original trilogy Stormtroopers, and the First Order Troopers, and rolling them all into one. Okay. So they're they're kind of stripping away the weaknesses from those other troopers and making this one really fucking scary trooper that is completely underutilized in the movie.
1: Right? It yeah. almost sounds like they're one step under the black um the dark trooper, droid. the yeah, dark yeah, the dark trooper. Yeah.
0: I mean, pretty much. I mean, they they just they're complete fanaticism. Yeah. And just like they've taken I mean, just everything with a Sith Trooper from from all of the other ones we've covered is take all of that and dial it up to 11. That's what they are. That's crazy. Yeah. And Stormtroopers, because I don't know how to end an episode.
1: (laughs) And Stormtroopers. I need yeah. to get better at conclusions. No, I love that. It's also really hard to conclude an episode where we pretty much just talked about the trauma of being a first yeah. order I and mean Sitz That's. Cooper. I mean, that's really what These they poor are. Kids.
0: Is is hey, I can do all these things, like all those traumatic things that happen to the clones, I can make them better by adding more trauma right? on top.
1: Also, maybe I'm wrong, Um, and I know you said we're going to go into it in another time, but yeah. the way you described where the Sith Troopers come from, yeah. I'm like, oh, so they come from an incestuous cult? Cool. <laughs> I didn't say I'm incestuous. Sorry, but it, like, sounded like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that to me is like, they're... Did I say incestuous? You didn't. But that's but the the way that an evil cult. The way you describe them though and but on I that mean, planet. You know we've all seen that planet. You know what? N'gobi. They're a little, could be. They're a little. But I don't know. I'm not I you know, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly <laughs> incestuous cult. Oh my gosh, it's terrifying. Yeah. So,
0: stormtroopers. Every time we're just going to make it worse for the people wearing the suit. Is basically what is happening from it. If you go from clone troopers all the way through First Order troopers to the Sith troopers. Like, let's just make the person in that suit's life even worse.
1: Right? Merchandising with a dash of trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. That's what they are. Uh, That's what they are. Somebody, can we please? Ahsoka. She's going to do it. Can we please invent therapy a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away? <laughs> These poor characters—they needed desperately. I mean, there wouldn't be a story. Trauma, trauma, trauma gives tra- a tra- story. Tra- tra- tra-
0: gives, g- gives us stories.
1: I know. Have you seen my life? <laughs>
0: have you seen mine? <laughs>
1: right. Like I know, girl. <laughs> okay. Um, we're t- fine. By the yeah.
0: way, have <laughs> you ever tried to? See Explain something that's just so normalized to you now, and you explained it to someone that you don't know very well, and they're like, Are
1: you okay? Literally, what I said, <laughs> I when I mentioned what I did about my dad, I was like, Oh, our listeners are probably like, They don't know us that well. She good, I was like, Oh, I probably shouldn't have mm-hmm. that." Mm-hmm. Um, We're fine,
0: don't worry about it. It's cool, probably. We're medicated sometimes,
1: it's fine. Speak for yourself, I have weed. <laughs> oh, I'm
0: medicated. You. Uh, you have what? You have weed. I'm medicated and self-medicate. It's all very healthy. We're fine and doing great. I put on real pants today.
1: Hell yeah! I do go to therapy, as should you. If you feel like there's something you need to talk about, therapy is amazing. Do it. Yeah. Life is hard.
0: It is. It sucks. I'm not gonna leave it. I feel like I shouldn't leave it on a, on alone. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
1: you know what's nice, bye guys. Uh, life sucks. Um, you know what's nice? Books. Because yesterday. Maggie can tell you because yeah. you came over two nights ago. Yesterday was bad. Mm-hmm. I did not have a good day yesterday. Oh. But you know what I did have? Hmm. Harry Potter book. I probably nice. should have finished Leia. That's probably what I should have nice. done. I took to my books. Yeah, uh, I
0: had uh, Star Wars Visions yesterday. Oh, I like that. Um, seriously, guys, the even if you just watch just one episode of Star Wars Visions, I mean, my recommendation is the first episode, the duel. It is stunning. You and our group seem to rave about it. It is. Dunning. I, I mean, next week I will have a comprehensive list once I have gone back and rewatched all of them in the original Japanese because I watched them dubbed first. And now I'm going to go back and watch them all in Japanese.
1: Good for you. I don't watch anime. I love the anime. only anime I've ever watched with Avatar is because when I would babysit my younger brother mm. and he loved Avatar. I love anime.
0: There, there are there are a couple episodes in Vision that are not my style that I'm not a huge fan of, but okay. that's because I'm not a fan of that style. But it's that's still fair. really well done. That's fair. And they're great stories. Uh, they're super fun. You should totally watch them. I mean, you're and they're pretty short. Much... Oh, that's okay. the, that's the best thing. They're short. They're 15 minutes. If you're not super in, into anime,
1: yeah,
0: you're not you're not investing like an hour into That's it. That's true.
1: Well, you're pretty much what you just described is yeah. pretty much how I feel about the clone wars. Mm. Cuz the clips you've shown me, they're great. I've gotten chills from. I teared up at that one yeah. scene with the so Vader when yeah. she's the only other one who saw his face.
0: Yeah, um, they're they're stunning. But if you're the not, the stories are great. I'm but just if you're not, not in, if you're not into that style, it's hard to watch a whole episode yeah. of that, which, which I is totally why I like
1: understand.
0: Which is why I will continue to show you clips until I've yeah. accidentally shown you a full episode.
1: Until you've accidentally done that, I do want to see the pop punk. Maggie knows where my weaknesses are. She's like, I can get her to watch this because mm-hmm. I also it's, was it's 15, a rebellious emo kid yeah. in two thousand and eight. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm all about it. So
0: was I, but in like 2005.
1: Right. That's when my journey began. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So that I will watch. Um, I'm really excited about next week. So guys, we just wrapped up the um, Stormtrooper series with our Trauma Troopers. You're Um, gonna get a bonus
0: episode next week. But you are getting
1: a bonus episode because we are going to have a woman in Star Wars. It's one of our women in Star Wars series, Mm -hmm. and we are gonna do Phasma. Yeah,
0: because I'm gonna
1: finish this book. I have full faith in you. Is there not an audiobook? I know you love it. Oh no, I'm
0: listening to audiobooks, but I've been using this. I've been using my physical copy for reference, and sometimes I like to switch between audiobooks and physical copies.
1: Smart. Depending
0: on where i'm physically sitting okay because if i'm sitting outside then i want to read but if i'm doing things i want to listen that makes sense yeah. i just
1: need you to get i'm more... a nightmare
0: when it comes to reading basically oh my
1: god i just need you to get more um audiobook jobs because maggie that book you tried to get me to listen to on audiobook i hated her voice i hated yeah, her I voice was, so much i
0: was not a i was future. like if
1: maggie's reading this to me i'll listen but if i can't with this woman's voice I don't like it. Uh,
0: you just reminded me that I have to record a book for my niece. <laughs>
1: yeah. Could you also record the last of the Leia book so I will finish it? I'm just kidding. I'm not fi- going to make you do that. I need a physical copy. Give me a physical
0: copy and I'll do it. Okay. But um, actually, the audiobook version of the Phasma book, um, I don't remember who the narrator is on, on that version, but her Gwendolyn Christie impersonation is spot- on. cool okay that Phenomenal. i would like. that i would like. i am so impressed um i think she's doing a fantastic job the, phantaz- er, the, the phasma phantasma the phasma the book.
1: phantasma can we
0: please call it that <laughs> the phasma book i think is a wonderful i think it's a very interesting way to to tell this story and it's a very interesting character study well
1: cool. i'm excited to, yeah. for us to dive into so next, next week. week you'll hear my book report Uh, (laughs) (laughs) next you can hear my book report it's my oral book report on FASMA (laughs) gonna be great uh, thank right, you guys, guys so much for going on this stormtrooper journey with yeah. us, mainly because I'm a brat and I would not take merchandising as an actual excuse. She for... has
0: been asking for this series <laughs> for a very, very, like, very long time. And I have been avoiding this series for a very, very, very aren't long time. But are you happy? Time.
1: You're so happy you guys are. No, me.
0: I I am. The okay. the only thing is it's so hard because they're all so similar. It's oh, so, so it is hard to find the little differences. I <laughs> have to
1: give you so much credit and so much props, Maggie. Like this is probably. I'm pretty sure this is our longest series to boot. This is our. longest series. We usually series. do two parts. Yeah, this two, is a we've never part. done
0: a we've never done a three parter um, with a bonus. So technically, it's like a four. It's like a four parter, and I procrastinated most of those series. I wrote this episode this morning. Uh, I couldn't tell. You're I doing do.
1: fantastic. That's
0: that's the beauty of of reading articles throughout the week and then uh, just not wanting to write notes. That's fair. That's, that's why, why that's I do a lot. those
1: voice notes when I rewatch the movies.
0: To be fair, guys, if I never have a source for something I'm saying, that's why is because I forgot to write it down when I was reading the article. <laughs> but I will always try and have sources because we should cite people. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I I, um, I do attempt to do that.
1: You do a great job at it. You're much better at making sure you're pronouncing names than I am. I can't even remember the movie's titles half the time. Let's be real.
0: I can't remember the movie numbers. <laughs>
1: Between the two of us, we clearly should be in charge of a Star Wars fandom podcast. We're doing great. So here we are. Please join us next week as we dive into the fabulous Phasma. Yes.
0: Have a That's good week, been... everyone. Woo. Have a good week. You know, you know the shit. Love Just
1: you.
0: Nope. Happy fall. It's officially fall. All right. It's officially fall. Don't be dicks. Watch scary movies. Get your vaccine. Wash your fucking hands. Like, you fucking know this shit. It's not that hard.
1: Watch Halloween Town. It's great. <laughs>
0: That too. Drink a fucking pumpkin beer. Oh, do it. That's all I got.
1: That's all we got. (laughs) Okay. Uh, We love you guys. Bye.